For our conversation today, uh, we are covering yet another area, which I always love, uh, you know, fleshing out and filling in the gaps that we've uh, not covered on the podcast over the years. Uh, but this one, talking about how to best work with parents and families uh, of college students. So really looking at kind of the broader community that higher ed exists within and kind of the different stakeholders that they support and how leverage people as partners, you know, the parents of students and everything can really be an asset. So really excited for this conversation. We will start out as we always do, having our guests introduce themselves and briefly go over their professional background and how they got to be where they are today. My name is Dave Becker. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Campus ESP. And uh, my background is uh, mostly in education technology. Uh, before working on Campus ESP for about seven years, I was with Ellucian, SunGuard, SCT, lots of different names they went by for about 14 years. Uh, when I left there, I was a senior vice president of product over uh, a student information system called Banner. And uh, like I said, excited to be with you today. So thanks for having me on. You know, you uh, leading the team there at Campus ESP and helping to found it. Uh, I always do love an origin story. So if you want to sprinkle that in of just sort of, you know, what led you to help, uh, you know, kind of start this venture and just what uh, Campus ESP does. We like to turn parents into partners. That's one of, that's our tagline. And, and what that means is that um, today's college parents are just very involved and very influential in their students' college journey. And uh we provide a way for colleges and universities to connect with those families so that they can uh, support those families, um, get them the information they need when they need it. And in doing so, uh, it helps influence enrollment outcomes, student retention, parent giving, lots of different outcomes that help a college or university. And as far as I know, we're, we're the only company that really does parent engagement as its sole focus. So we're pretty proud of that. Um, my origin story is uh, exciting. I started off thinking when I left the Lucy and I wanted to uh, create a company, I wanted to build something. I come from a, a family of entrepreneurs and, and uh, I was thinking about where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do. And, and I focused on student engagement and there are lots of different vendors, lots of different technologies around student engagement. And I was uh, talking with some past colleagues and one of them was in Abilene, Texas. So I flew out from Philadelphia where I'm based out to Abilene, Texas. Um, had a sit down with a gentleman uh, who worked at a school out there. And, and he was like, you know what? <laughs> He's like, everybody tries to influence the students. He's like, but the reality is, is parents are logging in as their students and nobody's helping colleges engage with parents. I was blown away. I, I'm Gen X, so we didn't really talk to our parents when I was in school. And uh, I was just like, well, that is a very interesting idea. I was like, Kevin, hold up your glass. We were at outdoor drinking beers at a place called The Mill. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to take a picture of this in case this happens to be the idea that I end up working on. And I have that picture. I have the exact picture and location when the idea came up from Campus ESPR Pivot, if you will. And uh, the rest has been a journey. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, and I just love kind of the... I guess kind of like the serendipity or something, you know, just kind of the chance encounter that you just happen to be talking, you know, talking about luck of it, the dumb, yeah, dumb, like dumb. talking with this person at that time. And that, that, you know, that kind of epiphany and uh, everything. Cause like, just generally, like I, I've talked about it a lot before on the podcast of just sort of like, yeah, like those like really great outcomes that you can have when like two people put their heads together and just kind of having like a casual little jam session, you know, um, and everything. So really, uh, great kind of origin story there for sure. I love that. Yeah, it's uh, it, you know, it's it's funny. It's it's like the world kind of gives you what you need. You just have to listen 
And so much of, so many of us are just so used to just like talking and talking and talking and not listening. And, and this, this was an idea I easily could have looked past. Um, but, uh, it just felt like the right thing at the right time. And, uh, now we're at 300 colleges and universities, almost 300 colleges and universities across the United States. So, uh, and we work with 4 million parents and, uh, it, like I said, it's been a journey, lots of, lots of lessons along the way, but also lots of, uh, really crazy, uh, amazing experiences. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so obviously like, you know, this idea, even though it's sort of like, you know, came at you as sort of this epiphany, but it obviously resonated and everything. So, you know, at the core of it, because this is really like the big question, we'll kind of break this down throughout our conversation here. What makes parent and family engagement so important? Like, why is this something that is deserving of like, you know, your kind of full attention and everything? Because I think, you know, my, my point of view on it, but why I was excited to talk about it is I think a lot of people would sort of support this as like a value be like, oh yeah, it is important, but like, they may not give it its due investment and attention and that sort of thing. So um, well, at least just going to kind of start at the top of like what makes parent and family engagement so important. Well, it's kind of interesting because I, I think most people, when we first started, really thought of parents, thought of parents as a problem. So the, the idea of like, oh, parents should be involved in the student's college journey is actually wildly unpopular. And I have some crazy stories that I can tell you around just, you know, how, how people um, don't think parent engagement's important unless it's their child. And then they feel like parent engagement, parent involvement is important. But I think the rise of parent involvement, at least before the pandemic hit, is really tied back to uh, the cost of education increasing. And if you look at stats, you can see that um, there's more and more debt that's put on students, but also parents. So this whole notion that, you know, you need to let students go and you need to let them fail. Well, that's just a lot of families just can't do that. Like student success is family su success and parents want to, they want their students to become independent. They want them to have, be, have critical thinking skills, but they also want to be there as support if they need or if they struggle. So I think a lot of the parent involvement we're seeing, at least before COVID, um, was around just the cost of education. And then, then COVID hit. And then there's health and safety, mental wellness. There's a whole bunch of other reasons where if a student's struggling in college, uh, parents generally get pulled into that. So mm -hmm. then you have to try to navigate a whole bunch of other things like FERPA and just a lot of a lot of different perceptions on what parent involvement should or shouldn't be. But um, generally speaking, I think the cost of education and uh, COVID have really um, increased the level of parents' involvement that we're seeing. That is a good point. I mean, like I said, I think, you know, caught up like man on the street kind of thing, like a hired leader to be like, of course, we respect and want to involve our parents and all that. But it's like, yes, internally, parents, in the way maybe that they're interfacing most often is in sort of like a negative context or helicopter parents or any right. of those sort of things. So it's like right. that sort of like tug of war where it's like we would love probably like, you know, philosophically or in a perfect world to leverage them as an asset, but they might not know how. And the only way that they're engaging is in sort of the... Yeah, you know, yeah, like complicated, you know, privacy issues, or you know, the the parent arguing over a grade or something, you know, like right. things like that. So it's just such a mixed and complicated bag once you actually start to like crack it open, I guess, to keep that metaphor going. Um, so mm -hmm. to dig in with that point, I guess a little bit deeper, like you know, what are like what are the factors, I guess, that play into like why this is something that college struggles with, and you know, what they can do to try to do better. 
Well, a couple things. So first off, usually when I frame parent engagement or parent involvement, everybody goes to grades, right? You just think of, okay, well, what do you get in your grade? What do you get? What what'd you get in your test and your quiz? But that's not really what parent involvement is in college. I think the best example I always pull up is uh, financial aid, right? Mm -hmm. There's like, I, I don't know what the percentage is, probably 70 or 80% of students get some sort of financial aid and um, parents are generally involved with that. If you think about a student, how old a student is, a first year student coming into college, they're probably around 18 and they're being asked to sign a massive loan document that could impact the rest of their life. And, you know, it's, is it appropriate for schools to say parents shouldn't be involved in that? I think that's kind of crazy. So financial aid is, is always um, the tie back to like, OK, does it make sense for parents and families to be involved? Yes or no. Um, so that I think that's important perspective. Um, what's really interesting is. You know, you go to a, a college or university and everybody's perspective on parent involvement is different, um, depending on the department that they're in, depending on whether they have a kid in college or not. One of my favorite questions to ask um, is whether or not uh, you as a parent have your students IDs and passwords. Um, and if the, the answer is when we did a survey of 8000 college parents a couple of years back, 61% have their students' college IDs and passwords because mm. they're checking financial aid, all the different requirements that they need to be involved in. And this number might seem like earth shattering to people who don't have a student in college. But when I go out to colleges and I go into a room and I say, okay, you know, who here has a student in college? And they raise their hand and I say, now put your hand down. Um, if you don't have their college IDs and passwords, very few put their hands down. Most people have their students' college IDs and passwords because it's such a big investment. You've almost certainly heard of Slate, one of the most powerful admission CRMs on the market. And you may have also heard of HubSpot, a dynamic and robust marketing CRM that is second to none when it comes to marketing and full funnel reporting. But have you heard of HubSlate? HubSlate is a two-way data sync between HubSpot and Slate that ensures consistency of data and information for prospective, current, and former students. Gone are the days of list uploads, checking multiple platforms for the most up-to-date information, or having to pull multiple reports in order to get a sense of your entire enrollment funnel. With HubSlate, you'll be able to work smarter, more efficiently, and without all of the stress that comes with managing contact records. It's 2023. It's about time that you let your systems work for you. If you want to learn more about HubSlate or see a demo, visit enrollify.org slash HubSlate. That's enrollify.org slash HubSlate, and you'll instantly qualify for 20% off the onboarding fee. Now, on to the show. Part of it here, too, that's, I think, important to recognize or kind of empathize with is like going to college is a very emotional, you know, journey for the student. And, you know, there's like a lot of uh, certainly like kind of investment sometimes either literally and or figuratively that uh, parents and families are making as well. So it's like, you totally get it. Like they want to care for their child still. They may, you know, have some money on the line that they're trying to make sure is, you know, worthwhile investment and those sort of things. So, you know, I think that, yeah, is a important thing to understand. And then even just like that reality is like, if you aren't thinking through maybe like smart strategies, it's like, 
okay, well, in that vacuum, these parents are just using their children's login to basically like impersonate and like, you know, yeah, uh, I was going to like, yeah. steal their identity to go into their accounts. And who knows what they're doing or not doing or whatever. Like, you know, the students missing on notifications because they're not seeing them when their parent goes in. Totally. Or, you know, it's just, totally. uh, yeah, it can get to be a, a bit of a mess, I'm sure. You can uh, you can talk to uh, IT departments at um, colleges and universities, and, and they will tell you they get a lot of password reset requests from parents, um, I guess, impersonating their students. Um, so it's almost like if you don't create a way for parents to engage, they'll create their own path. And that's when, you know, helicopter parents, snowplow parents, whatever you know, moniker you want to use for them, they'll see them on Facebook um, and, and they'll just create their own path. So I think a lot of it is around expectation setting and mm -hmm. parents want to help. You have to give them direction. You have to tell them the best way to support their student. And if you do, then there's a lot of really, really positive results for the college, because at the end of the day, those parents are very invested in student success. And that's really what colleges and universities want. Yeah. Absolutely. And so I guess in the sense of like what they can do better, like something I'm starting to see a little bit more is that a kind of, you know, acknowledgement of the parents wanting to be involved in, and then being, you know, these great partners and everything, uh, having that potential. I guess it's almost just like a yes or no question, but we'll obviously like riff on it a little bit. But like, do you see there being a place for like the parent having their own account that they can maybe at least just be kind of in with the community more so than just like, obviously they could just, you know, maybe follow the institution on social media, just like anybody else or something, but like that kind of curation, maybe of like sort of an exclusive area where maybe they have certain, you know, viewing rights and not others or something like, do you see that as kind of a potential solution here? Yeah. I mean, for the most part, parents already have an account. It's a billing account, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> they get sent the bills. So they're, they're used to that. Then the question is, is what else do they need to help their student? And, and, the answer is very personal. Some parents don't need any level of parent engagement, um, and that's fine. I, I think that's great. I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that they should be involved or shouldn't be involved. But then other types of families really want to be involved and feel like they can help their student. Maybe it might be the student has mental health issues. Might that might need more support from their families um, because they're a first generation college student. So. At least what Campus ESP does is we provide a way for parents to say, this is how much information I want to get. Do I want to get regular newsletters emailed to me? Do I want to personalize those newsletters so that I can get information for me as a first-year parent versus information for me as a fourth-year parent? Do I want to see access to my student's academic and financial information? Yes or no. And then, of course, the student can decide whether or not to grant it because they have control over those records. So mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's one-size-fits-all. Um, at all. I, I think it's it's more about um, each family is different. Um, what is maybe most surprising for people who are listening to this call and probably shaking their heads is that students want their families to be involved. And uh, that is a giant shift that I think people don't always realize that, that um, truly students are the ones that look at their parents as partners. And Campus ESP is just filling a niche that you know, helps, helps schools meet that need. Mm -hmm. And I guess, yeah, I'm like on different fronts that like institutions maybe are on kind of like a, or like, you know, the particular like staff members or decision makers or whatever are kind of on a spectrum of maybe being kind of aloof, you know, aloof to that fact or uh, maybe sort of acknowledging it, but not really like giving a smart solution in that area or, 
you know, putting in kind of a strategy to really uh, intentionally leverage, you know, parents and families as partners and everything. So, um, yeah, I, yeah, I think your word intentionality is really important, right? If you don't do anything, like I said, parents will create their own path. And um, I just, you know, the world has changed. Social media, technology, um, even things like smaller family size, parent involvement. There, there's one stat that we have from a recent research uh, study that we did with our partners, uh, Ruffalo and Levitz, that we, we I, think, I think something around the magnitude of like 25,000 parents that were surveyed. And we asked, how often do you want to receive updates from your colleges, uh, from your students' college or university? And 85% said weekly, mm. which is, I mean, which is crazy. I mean, because schools are not going to be able to support that. And I'm not saying that's right, but a lot of colleges we talk to are like, well, we, we don't want to do too much. We don't want to, we don't want to send too much to the parents because they're just going to opt out. And, and that's never the problem. The problem is, is how do you how do you scale up? How do you do all these different things right, focused on student success and teaching and learning, but then also maybe give the parents the information they need to help their students if and when that that's a need. It just keeps like sort of circling the concept of like, yeah, like the intentionality, because I think at best what a lot of institutions do, obviously, is just like public facing you know, Facebook pages and stuff like that. And it's just like, hey, we're posting there. Like everybody can see it. But it's like, yeah, you're doing it for just like such a general audience where it could be a student, it could be a parent, it could be, you know, just somebody who lives where that college is and they just want to like know what's going on because they might have events that are like open to all. So like an idea that you could really say, you know, like you're sort of like framed, okay, I want these type of updates or this frequency or whatever, like you, you are speaking to a very clear and identified audience I think like there's also the complexity like something I want to ask about with this is like I think there's maybe t kind of a two prong here is how you see this topic relating to the increasing number of like adult learners at institutions because like in my head I'm like well your students could literally be parents like right. they could have their right. own children and just obviously the families like just that idea of like parent and family and get where like, okay, me as an adult learner with a child and a family and all that, like, you know, that's going to be kind of a team effort in its own way. In addition to kind of the, you know, traditional notion of like, Oh, I'm a 19 year old student and my parent is like kind of helping me work through everything. So like, do you, how do you see adult learners kind of playing into like the work you do or how you sort of, uh, yeah, like work with institutions and everything. It's such a smart question. Um, and it's um, it's one we often think about because I feel like 15 years ago, you would hear about lifelong learning a mm -hmm. lot. Like that was like a buzzy phrase. And I don't hear about it as much anymore. So it's really interesting how that's kind of gone away a little bit. But um, typically when we work with schools, especially two-year institutions, community colleges, the parent engagement becomes less of a parent engagement tool specifically for students than it does like a community engagement tool. So, you know, Dustin, for, to your point, like they might be helping their student um, at a community college, but then these community colleges are also sending parents information about upcoming courses and ways to be involved, um, especially in rural areas. Those community colleges really like they really support the community. So, you know, what does it mean to be a parent or family member of a student? It usually is somebody who is committed to lifelong learning, 
And of course that can tie back to obviously adult learning and, and just, and enrollment, um, filling enrollment goals that the uh, community college has. Yeah. Well, it's kind of funny that you said that because like, I feel like I've been like breaking down some of the like, I don't know, like obviously like with looking back at the year that was and the year ahead and everything, like mm-hmm. I think like like lifelong learning is one of those things where it's like, yeah, like people have been talking about it a lot and for a long time where like anymore, it's just like white noise where it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, so it's I like, know. oh, you probably hear it maybe just as much or like maybe just a little bit less nowadays because it's kind of just like, yep, that is something everybody needs to think about and we've been talking about it for a while. So like, yeah. you know, it is what it is. But um, and yeah, that, that is an interesting point where I think there's obviously still a lot of work to be done for a lot of institutions around like the, uh, you know, parent engagement for their you know more traditional and on-ground students or I guess even like hybrid or online, like uh, traditional age students. But um, yeah, that idea that you could be engaging and again like with intentionality where it's just being like okay we're giving you what you're asking for as like you know the parent family member involved with this child's education but you also you know are welcome yeah to engage in what we're we're offering here and i think yeah just even that idea where i'm just like yeah i mean if my wife was like in a program or something i might be like hey yeah like keep me up to date with what's going on or something you know like we share all of our accounts already of just like stuff with our house and with our kid and like you know, so if one of us is really like going all in on like a, you know, master's degree or something that could just be like, hey, like, I'm here to help, you know, like, if right. I, you know, can be of, of assistance and also just like, you know, knowing what's going on at the institution or whatever. So yeah, I, I think there's definitely like, ways that it'll sort of evolve and adapt with the times, I think, you know, the work that you're doing. And it's a no brainer, um, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a no brainer, I, I think. I mean, you've got an audience that is super motivated, that has shown a commitment to education, why would you not reach out to them? I think people still have this notion, and maybe I'm aging myself with this, of uh, Rodney Dangerfield and, and back to school, you know, when he did the, did the triple indie and he's like jumping into the pool of like these, these parents as major disruptors. But really what they are is they're self-identifying as education advocates. Mm-hmm. And if you can tap into them as adult learners, you know, that's even better for the school. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And I mean, I think it's just the broader point too. obviously, like the core of like you starting on this venture was just sort of like, you know, engaging and supporting students just, you know, to, uh, you know, have more positive experience and everything and like, and whatever you're doing, because I even seen, I think certain institutions, especially ones who like really court, I think like legacy students and those sort of things, mm-hmm. like, you know, if they really are like engaging parents in the right way, because I think that's even like, the powerful thing where like some of the parents, like I went to the university of Delaware, they have a very strong parent community in -hmm. a very strong, like legacy community. And I know some of the parents who are involved in their like, you know, advisory councils or this or that, the other thing, like it's purely just that their child is going to the institution. Like they never went there, but they identify enough because their child goes there to want to be like, Hey, let's like, you know, put on programs or start a scholarship fund or, you know, like these sort of things. And it's like, if they, weren't nurtured as that really positive partner then it's like okay then like there wouldn't be the scholarship fund there wouldn't be you know these like programs and stuff that they do um so i think that that just kind of dawned on me too is just like there's so many really powerful and tangible parts of this in addition to just sort of that like emotional gooey core of like you know you want these students to feel like they're you know, in a safe, comfortable, supportive environment so that they can, 
you know, focus on their studies and enjoy them, enjoy themselves, find their identity and like all these really impactful things that should be able to happen while they're in their program and not be overwhelmed with stress and not knowing, you know, where to go for things or, um, well, it, yeah. it, the University of Delaware reference is funny because that was one of the first schools I worked with way back before we even built anything for campus CSPs. We surveyed <laughs> parents at University of Delaware, um, not only surveyed them, but interviewed them. And to your point, Dustin, I have one of the parents I interviewed. He is a, a partner at a big four accounting firm, so he's done very well for, for himself. And his daughter was graduating from University of Delaware. And this parent, he graduated from Syracuse. And I don't know, I don't want to, you know, make it about Syracuse versus, versus University of Delaware, but Syracuse has a pretty good brand, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he was telling me his, his biggest concern is that once his, student, once his daughter graduates, he was worried about losing touch with the University of Delaware. And I was like, well, why? I mean, you're connected to Syracuse. He's like, hey, he's like Syracuse is done. He's like, I graduated there many, many years ago. He's like, now I'm a, a fighting blue hen. He's like, I'm all about University of Delaware. He's like, if I can support University of Delaware, I can, I can help my daughter because she puts it on a resume. If I can, if I can build up University of Delaware, he's like, I can, I can help my daughter. And, and he's like, there's very specific ways I can do that. He's like, I have access to internships. Mm-hmm. He's like, but the people at University of Delaware, they want to go through the career, you know, manager at, at his accounting firm rather than go to me. But he's like, I can pull the strings. And so he was, I remember this because it was, it was a transformational moment for me where I was like, okay, parents as problems to parents as partners. He wanted to help Delaware because by helping Delaware, he's helping his daughter. And I was just blown away by it. And, and, and I, and now Delaware, University of Delaware is a customer of campus ESP and Syracuse is, uh, is now a customer. So we know we have both of them. So we'll have to, uh, Hopefully, neither of them are listening right now. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Well, as an alum of that uh, institution of the University of Delaware, it it warms my heart to know that that like is uh, kind of baked (laughs) into uh, your origin story and everything. But yes. Yeah. I mean, I think. um, And again, it's like it even stuck with me just sort of like observing, you know, like it was just sort of in the air where it's just like, oh, this is like you know, a program put on by like, yeah. you know, the parents fund or whatever, you know, like yeah. uh, those sort of things. So, um, and that, that it's always like very prominently featured during like giving days and all those sort of things. So like they, yeah. you know, to an extent, it, it's just an idea where it's like, even just giving them space, you know, that idea where like, okay, if you've got real estate on your like website for giving day or whatever, like oh, you've yeah. got to kind of pick and choose on that. Like, what are you featuring? But if it's just like, this is a really big affinity community that we want to make sure is like on the front page or like, you know, whatever else. And even just that clearly like certain stakeholders within that group could just have a really powerful impact and really trying to, you know, identify those people and uh, nurture them as much as just like making sure that like, everybody feels just some baseline, uh, you know, connection and sort of, you know, they're getting served up the, uh, you know, the information that they want and everything. So I feel, I, I feel like <laughs> this is about University of Delaware, but I will say they are experts over there. Their parent engagement team is amazing. And I have one other stat to share, which kind of will put things in perspective, but um, they do outreach for parent giving campaigns before their students are even on campus before they enroll. And this year, they have this amazing stat where 10% of the incoming families gave even before their students showed up. 
uh, for move-in day. Mm. And it just goes to show you how much parents want to be involved. And, you know, really, the University of Delaware does a great job involving all parents, not from a fundraising perspective, but just from a, hey, here's how to best support their student. But, but parents want to be part of the community. And, um, you know, whether it's internships or jobs or donations or supporting their students when times are tough or, or acting as references for other incoming students and other incoming families. It's just, it's an amazing resource for schools that many schools in the past have just pushed away, but there are leaders like University of Delaware that have really embraced it and, and done some great good with it. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome to hear. Um, so, you know, with all of this, and I appreciate you, uh, just kind of dropping some stats and everything too, which is like helpful context, but um, curious if there's any additional like resources on this topic to share um, that we can include in the show notes, certainly anything, you know, from, from your team that you're producing or just other stuff that's uh, grabbing your attention. Yeah. It's surprising. There aren't that many resources <laughs> for this topic. I will say that you talk about um, parent involvement in uh, K-12. There are a ton of resources. And then right. as soon as you get to post-secondary education, they just drop off. It is completely self-serving, but I mean, you can go to the campusesp.com website uh, where there's a blogs and resources page, which has a lot of case studies and research, and uh, we're pretty active on there. Uh, there's another organization that's called AHEP, A-H-E-P-P-P, which is really a community of parent program profes- professionals. That's a lot of P's there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think it's ahep.org, I want to say. And uh, they've really been leaders in this space and um, really advocates, advocates for, for parent involvement in education. Um, very early on, before we built anything at campus CSP, I would go to their annual conference. Um, lots of great leaders there, and, and I would just learn from them. And then we ended up build, building a technology and engagement system that basically met a lot of their needs. But I would say, I would say AHEP is, <laughs> frankly, probably one of the only organizations I know that kind of engages in the space. And then um, there were some other ones, but they're they're more fringe. Um, so I'd probably say AHEP. Yeah, yeah, it's great to know that there's something out there, and just yeah, the idea that if institutions are looking to invest, you know, or just build their knowledge base in this area, there is like a place for them to do that because the only other thing that i can think of is um and it's i think yeah like is it kind of fringe or not like their uh main focus is i think nota as like orientation in higher education um that like oftentimes maybe that is like a place where you choose to sort of invite families and things to campus but um yeah so i think that that could be the only other thing that i think of that has any sort of even tangential kind of connection to this topic within like the higher ed space. NOTA, NACAC, NASPA, um, even ACRO, ACROSEMA, people go there. They all have, they all kind of touch on it. And if you're on the uh, giving side, um, CASE always talks about parent giving as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, it's very niche focused. Um, In fact, we have, you know, because we have up uh, close to 300 customers at this point, and we go to a lot of these conferences, our, our new strategy in 2023 is to um, have kind of like a pre-con at the front end of NASPA and NACAC, where we can just do um, a couple sessions on parent engagement. You know, mm-hmm. nothing doesn't have to be super detailed, but just to give people a way to understand all the uh, opportunities they have. And it doesn't necessarily have to be buying campus ESP. I mean, you can, you can, do a lot of what campus ESP does just by using MailChimp and being thoughtful and being intentional, like you mentioned. But uh, 
But it's to me, it's such a no-brainer to engage with parents and families. I am always shocked when um, you go to a school's website and there's just no place for parents to go. And this is, I'm saying this is a parent of twin 11th graders. And mm. um, it is just crazy. You know the parents are influential. You know they are. So um, when schools don't do anything, that's always the big shocker for me. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, I mean, I think just a lot of great options for folks to, to check out to start, you know, planning, uh, you know, their strategy here. Um, and we will wrap up, though. I think you've shared so many great uh, calls to action and final thoughts. But we always like to kind of give our guests the floor at the end of each episode to uh, wrap things up. So what is a final thought or call to action that you have to uh, conclude our conversation today? Um, I am going to tell a quick story if I can. Please, please. <laughs> um, I, and it's all about putting your uh, your your perceptions of parent involvement aside. And this is again in the early days uh, when I was researching the idea of parent involvement, what it should and what it shouldn't be. And I was talking with um, a friend who connected me with somebody who was in charge of advising at a school in uh, downtown Philadelphia, which is where we're based. And uh, she's in advising, and I was talking to her about the role of parents and how they can help with advising, and she hated it, hated every single thing that I was talking about. <laughs> and um, it was just an awkward conversation. She thought that parent involvement could impact critical thinking and, and independence and actually derail student success. And so I was just trying to end the call, the call on a high note, and I, I forget mm -hmm. what her name was. And I was just like, hey, um, trying to end the call on a high note, you always ask somebody about their kids. Like, hey, do you have kids? And she's like, yeah, and and they're in college. I'm like, oh my god, that's amazing. Or how are they doing? And she's like, they're doing so well, but only because I check their grades every single week. And <laughs> I was kind of like, all right, thanks. Talk to you later. Um, but that's what happens, which is people want to tell other people how parents should behave. But when it comes to their own kids, they're going to be involved. And um, for the people who were just shaking their head at this podcast. <laughs> Uh, I would say just look into parent in engagement and parent involvement. It is, it is a real thing that can probably help your institution. And um, it's early days in this area. So you can really define yourself and become a leader. Um, and those are my final thoughts. So, uh, mm. and other than that, um, Dustin, thank you for having me. And, and by the way, I didn't, I didn't say this up front, but congratulations on your five-year anniversary. That's an amazing, amazing accomplishment. That's the funny thing, though, is I feel like there's still, you know, uncharted territory in this uh, kind of uh, wide galaxy and universe of uh, higher education and everything. But um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm appreciative of, you know, folks like you doing this kind of work and being willing and able to jump on the show to, to talk about it, to continue to give us new and interesting things to talk about. But, you know, I know and I love that anecdote because I think, again, it gets to kind of the emotional core of this type of work and just certainly uh yeah i mean a strong advocate for anything that we could do to make sure that we're you know uh supporting student success every day so um yeah again i appreciate you uh doing this work and talking about it on here we'll have ways to uh connect with you and campus esp and everything else that you mentioned in the show notes as usual but yeah just thanks again so much i appreciate it thanks Dustin. Hey y'all, Zach here from Enrollify. If you like this podcast, chances are you'll like other Enrollify shows too. 
Our podcast network is growing by the month, and we've got a plethora of marketing, admissions, and higher ed technology shows that are jam-packed with stories, ideas, and frameworks that are all designed to empower you to become a better higher ed professional. Our shows feature a selection of the industry's best as your hosts. Learn from Mickey Baines, Jeremy Tears, Jamie Hunt, Corinne Myers, Jamie Gleason, and many, many more. You can learn more about the Enrollify Podcast Network at podcasts.enrollify.org. Our shows help higher ed marketers and admissions professionals find their next big idea. Find yours at podcasts.enrollify.org.